Praise God. Tell someone the word of God is your answer. Sure it is. John chapter 15. John chapter 15. And um, I'll read one verse first, then I'll take the whole thing. John 15 verse 7. And this is a theme scripture for our month of accomplishment. It says, if ye abide in my word. In other words, if you remain in my word. Jesus is giving us the secrets to uncommon accomplishments. It said, if you abide, the word is meno, M-E-N-O. If ye abide in my word, or this way, we said, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you. In other words, my words remain in you. Do you remember what the word of God says? See? It says, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be ginomai, done, come to pass unto you. So Jesus shows us from the word of God that the key to answers is you spending time with him and letting his word remain in you. You can never succeed beyond your relationship with the word of God. Any success outside a relationship with God and his word is temporal. Any success outside your relationship and fellowship with God and his word is temporal. So make up your mind that you're going to spend time with the word of God because that's where your success is. Let's read verse 7 again. If ye abide, the word means continue, remain in me, and my words remain in you. You can still be a Christian and the word of God doesn't remain in you. It says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, then you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. It says, then you shall ask. You can expect to get answers every time. Hallelujah. And it's so simple. And for many Christians, they are wondering, why am I not getting answers every time? The question is, do you spend time with the word? Do you spend time with the word? I remember a definition of faith I gave you some time ago. I said, faith is the visible expression of confidence in God and his word. Faith is the visible expression of confidence in God and his word. Acts 20 verse 32. We'll come back here. Acts 20 verse 32. Hallelujah. Let me read a few verses. Let me begin from verse 28. It says, Take it therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock 
over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood. He says to feed them. What do you feed them with? Talk to me. What do you feed them with? All right. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Notice, enter in. They were not there to begin with. Paul says, when I depart, grievous, grievous wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock. You see, wolves are Christians who consider their own gain at the expense of the church. See? And that's how you know you're a wolf. You know, someone can join a church, for instance, and what he wants is the church to pay, let's say, his school fees or rent. I know there are some set people who need that. I know that. But someone could just come. He's not a member of this church. I don't mean members. He's not a member of the church. You just come in and say, I want to see the pastor. I remember some pastors came here and they said, um, I, I, we want to see the pastor. And, um, but of course, he said, um, he's not on seat right now. And they said, okay, um, we, we want him to pay our rent. And um, we have come for our rent to be paid. And your pastor is a detailed pastor. So we're going to describe the, the kind of rooms we want. And then when we want the money to be paid, those are wolves. You come to a man you've never met, he should pay your rent, and you're describing the kind of house you want to stay because you put the money in his hands. See, wolves entering in, they come from outside. I don't mean members now. They come from outside. Not sparing the flock. Hallelujah. You know the, the amazing thing about the wolf, a wolf looks like a sheep. See? And that's why the Bible says wolves in sheep's clothing. Because they are hairy too. They got those their flurry tail and all that. In the midst of the flock. So if you're a Christian and you're concerned about yourself at the expense of the church, the Bible calls you a wolf. Hallelujah. Then he says, also of your own selves, okay, says amongst you, shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw disciples after them. It happens in churches. See, there's some churches you have people who have factions. Factions. He says they want to drop the samples after themselves. Then he says, therefore watch. He tells them, watch. Now he's speaking to the elders of the church. Who are the pastors, the administrative leaders. It says, therefore watch, remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. So you cannot lead well without compassion. You can't. It says, I cease not to warn you with tears. And that's one thing you look for in a leader. When, you, when you're looking for someone to choose as a leader, don't look for ability. Look for compassion. Because anyone with compassion will be committed to what they are compassionate about. 
And commitment is what bears faithfulness. And faithfulness is the key to ability. It says, commit to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Are you learning anything tonight? All right. And now, brethren. Okay. Okay. And now, brethren. The man wants to end the speech. And now, brethren. I commend you to God. I recommend you to God. And to what? And to the word of his grace. See? You cannot take the word of God out of it. So I'm a Christian. Do you read your Bible? No, but I pray. I so, I'm sorry for you. He says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. I commend you to God. You've got a relationship with God. God is going to keep you from falling. Praise God. And to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. And to what? And to give you didomi. Give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. See? So the reason why many of God's children are not enjoying what God ordained for them to enjoy is because they will not spend time with the word. Let me ask a brief question here. Don't, don't put your hand up. How many of you today spend time with the word of God? Uh -huh. Some of you are already smiling. Yesterday, spend time with the word of God. Are you seeing how you're building your life for success that can be destroyed over time? Because whatever is not built on the word has no permanence. And a lot of people want to build their success and their ability. It's for a while. On your education, it's for a while. It must be built on the word. It says, now I commend you to God. The man knows he might not see their face anymore. But he says, there's something I can do for you. I recommend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able, which is of power. That word able means of power. That means it's got the ability to build you up. Not only will it build you up, it will give you an inheritance. You see, your level of spiritual maturity is what determines the quality of your life. Your level of spiritual maturity is what determines the quality of your life. Hallelujah. Don't forget, we said in this month of July, which is our month of accomplishment, there are three operations of God's Spirit. Increase in wisdom, increase in ability, and increase in favor. Wisdom is the divine know-how. Wisdom is the divine know-how. So what, what do you mean, Pastor? Deuteronomy chapter 4. Hallelujah. Is anybody learning anything here? Ah, okay. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. I 
I want to read from verse 1. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment which I teach you, for to do them that ye may live. Hallelujah. See, there is life in the word of God. Jesus said in John 6 verse 63 he said the words which I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life. Now the word words there is the word rima. Rima. In other words they're not trans. God's word to a specific person at a specific time for a specific reason. And you need a rima for your day. You need a rima for your month. John 15 verse 7 is our remnant for the month. You need a rhema for your year. That's Judges 5.13 for us. See? And you need to meditate on that rhema. It's your life. Hallelujah. Are you all there? Okay, look at this. It says that you may leave and go in and possess the land which the Lord your God, your fathers, give at you. Notice it says, you do the word, you will enjoy your inheritance when you do the word. See, that's what Paul said. He said, I commend it to God into the word of his grace, which is able to epicotomio, build upon, build you up, and to give you, didomai, your inheritance. The word didomai also means to minister. To deliver, deliver your inheritance into your to minister your inheritance. In other words, a vital relationship with the word is the key to effortless progress. A vital relationship with the word is the key to effortless progress. Things are just working for you. Things will be turning out right for you. Why? Because of the word. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Let's run to 3 John 2. We'll come back here. 3 John. I'm reading verse 2. Beloved, he says, Agapetus. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. You do. Hallelujah. Say, God wants me to prosper. Mm. The word is a hudo. It means help on the road. It also means to succeed in reaching. See, when you reach your goals, that is accomplishment. God says, I want you to reach your goals. Prosper. Then he says, and be in health. In other words, God does not want you to be sick. Can I get an amen? The sickness-free life is possible. In Exodus 23 verse 25, the Bible says, And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water. Then he says, He shall take away. Hallelujah. Look at this. It says, I will take away from sickness. I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. So God says, if we serve him, one of the things we enjoy is increase in our provision. So lack is an indication we are cut off from divine service. 
Because Jesus said, he that serveth me, John 12 verse 26, him with my father honor. In other words, my father will give value to him. So it says, and he shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. There will be increase. You can never be in a place of dryness. Isn't this beautiful? Then he says, I will take, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. I remember E.W. Kenyon, he was sick. He had consumption, which is called tuberculosis. In today, then it was called consumption. And he was a dying. And a young man came to the house and prayed with him and he was healed. But this was the key to his healing. When he surrendered to God. There's something about consecration. A willingness to do his will. A willingness to, there's something about it. Jesus said in John 7 verse 17. Hallelujah. He says, if any man will do his will, he shall what? He shall know of the doctrine. Hi. See, there's something about when you come to a point where you're always willing to do God's will. There are revelations that were given to you. He says, he shall know. He shall know of the doctrine. Then he says, whether it be of God or when I speak of myself, your level of discernment begins with consecration. And that's what the Bible says, deceivers will be deceived in these last days. If you're a professional liar, false prophets will hang around you. Hallelujah. I like the silence. Praise God. Third John 2, let's go back there. God wants you to prosper. Be in health. Say, God wants me healthy. All right. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, succeed in enriching. It also means success. How God wants you to be successful. Then he says, Be in health, even, 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 even as your soul prospered, which means it's dependent on the condition of your soul. So it all begins with spiritual prosperity. I told you the other day about the young man that was told by his counselor to spend each day reading at least a chapter in Proverbs and studied one verse, one chapter in Proverbs and any verse that jumps up to him, he should learn to, to live by those principles he sees in Proverbs. That he believes that in five years, he'll be a millionaire. The young man in two years was a millionaire. And right now, he's the CEO of billion-dollar corporations. Just by spending time with the Word of God. How many Christians really spend time with the Word? He said, my father was a Christian. He really served God. Did he spend time with the word? See, they were engaged in just religious service, going to church. They were not taught the vitality and the importance of consistency with God's word. They were not taught. 
Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at verse 3. He says, For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee. Even as thou walkest in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. See, the man was a doer of the word. He was a doer of the word. And John the beloved says, I wish above all that thou, thou mayest prosper. Above all things, that thou mayest prosper. And he says, remain in health, even as your soul prospers. There's a moment, oh God, prosper me. Oh God, prosper me. Oh God, prosper me. He shows us how to prosper. Consistency in the word. Jesus said, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. What's the word? May no, continue. Consistence in me, consistent in my word. He says, then you shall answer what you will. You shall give no You always have answers to your prayer, he says. James chapter 1. The book of James after Hebrews. Verse 25. But whoso looketh, hallelujah, whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, he calls the word of God the perfect law of liberty, the law that makes men free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, the measure of freedom you experience is to the measure of your relationship with God's word. Jesus said in John 8, verse 30, Give us that, please. We'll come back here. John 8, verse 13. As he spake these words, many believed on him. 31. Then said Jesus to the Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then and only then, <laughs> I eat my disciples indeed. Verse 32. And ye shall know the truth. And to do what? Make you free. He says, if you be consistent in the word of God, if you will spend time on the word of God, you will become acquainted with the truth. And that truth you are acquainted with will produce your liberty. I wish I could be free. I wish I could be free. No, no, no. You don't wish. You spend time in the word. See, many years ago, I was a young guy. I was about 20 years old, 21. And I read a material, I was younger than that, by a man. And he said, the key to his success is John 1, 8. Uh, sorry, Joshua 1, 8. Psalm 1, 1, 2, and 3. And I think James 1, 25. And I looked at it and I saw it's the word. And I said, okay. Hey, a beauty building in America, everyone was inspired by it at that time. And I knew God is no respect our persons. So I knew that if I gave myself to the word, just as he was successful, I'll become successful. See, God's word will work for anyone. 
James 1.25 please. It says, whoso, whoso, anyone. See, the word of God is not respect to a person. Whoso looking into the perfect law of liberty. Sounds like I read my Bible yesterday. I read my Bible the day before yesterday. I read my Bible two years ago. Says it possible? Yes. Whoso looking into the perfect law of liberty and does what? And continues continue at the rain continue see it again and this one is not just meno i think it's parameno not just continue there's seriousness in your continuity hallelujah hallelujah the word means to stay near, parameno, to stay near. He stays near the word. You got the Bible in your phone, you got the Bible in your iPad, you got the Bible in your system, you got the Bible in your room, you got the Bible. Come on, you, you stay. Every opportunity, you, you're looking into the word. This is the key to my success. Parameno, to stay near. You're talking about becoming a word addict here. See, that's the key to uncommon accomplishments. When I'm thinking, I'm thinking the word. I'm thinking the word. Mixing scripture with scripture. You have messages on your phone. You're watching, you're listening to messages. You're staying near. How I many of you do that? Not many. So I'm believing God for success. You've not started yet. It says your soul will have to prosper. Is your soul prospering? Are you learning something tonight? It means to remain, to tarry. To tarry, tarry, you stay there. Hallelujah. Think about it. It says, whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue the reign, he be not a forgetful hearer. You know, some people will hear this message now and not do it. Some people won't. As service ends, they carry themselves. Praise God. Service has ended. Hallelujah. <gasps> till Sunday. They come on Sunday. <gasps> till Wednesday. No, till cell meeting. Finish something till Sunday, till Wednesday. That's how they leave. They don't stay near. That's the difference in me and you. That's the difference between me and you. Stay near.
your mind, you're always thinking on the word. Like today I was sitting down and the Lord said, Los Amigos. I said, Los Amigos. I don't know what Los Amigos means. So I ran, went to my, got my iPad, checked Los Amigos. It means friends. So I understood I should get on Facebook to tell those who wish me up your bed on Facebook that I'm grateful for what they wrote. Talking to me in Spanish. Oh. A vital relationship. English yet, some of you don't understand yet. The Lord said I should persevere. What is it? Persevere. I don't, I've never heard that word. Is it Pepsi? One time I was having issues after eating beans. And um, the Lord said, you have flatulence. Ah. It's a flatulence. I said, is there a word like that? Check your dictionary. So I went there and checked flatulence. See, the Holy Ghost will upgrade your life. Hey, my Lord. It will upgrade your life. See, some of the English I use, he spoke it to me. And I went to check it and I gave it to you. <laughs> Are you letting anything tonight? Since he being known to forget who hear her, but he doer of the work. You do what the word of God says. He says the doer of the work. He says, This man shall be blessed in his deeds. This man. See, you can become this man. Said so this man shall be blessed in his deeds. This man. Whatever he does, he said, This man shall be blessed. Whatever he does, because he does the word. What the word of God says he does, he said, This man would let him start anything to be successful. This man. We hear echists saying they listen to our broadcast. Resecrucians. I don't miss him. Why don't you miss him? Why, why don't you miss him? That man has been paramenoing. He's not joining scripture to scripture. Uh, let us. Um, I am going to preach on faith. Hmm. Hebrews 1 is good. Can you give me a scripture that I used to preach faith? He did not paramento. You stay near. Now look, look at what happened. I, I said that will continue it. My mind didn't remember exactly the Greek word. But my spirit knew. I said I think it's parameno. You remember I said it? And it is parameno. How did I remember it's parameno? Because I stayed near. 
You stay near the word. You stay, you hang in there. Every time, let's say I'm quoting the Bible and I misquote it. Let's say, I, instead of John 17, 17, I said John 17, 18. I said, no, I need to stay near. I need to stay near some more. Because that's the key to my success. I, I, I'm my greatest critic. I don't sit down and say, yes. Who is like, unto the Yenagua? Hmm. Hmm. Feso, feso. Nonsense. There's a, there's a world to take. There's a world to feed. There's more to knowing God's word. I was watching a message yesterday. Feasting in my spirit. And I, I, I heard something. The spirit of God took it so far. Like, boy, I never saw this before. It will take forever to know everything about God. And how long is forever? Forever. Nobody has known everything about God. That's why you need to paramenu. Are you out there? You tell me four. I see many of you here becoming millionaires. That means you need to paramenu. Jeremiah 4, I'm reading verse 1. Now therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment which I teach you, for to do them that ye may live, and go in and possess the land which the Lord your God your fathers giveth you. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, then I shall diminish all of it, that ye may keep the commandments which the Lord your God, of the Lord your God which I command you. He says, don't add to it and don't diminish from it. You stay with the word. If it's the Bible, stay with it. And say, I don't do that side. I do this side. You're minimizing your blessings. Are you aware that just reading the book of Revelation? How many of you have read the book of Revelation? Not many. People are afraid. That is one of the most interesting books, I'm telling you. A lot of intrigues. If you like um, movies like science fiction and things like that. And mysteries. That's, read Revelation. There's a blessing just reading the book of Revelation. Are you aware of it? There's a blessing. Revelation 1. Let's show them. So they can go and read the book of Revelation. <laughs> Revelation 1. Verse 1. What I'm looking for is in verse 3, but look at this. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, is not the revelation of the last days, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Did you see it? All right. Which God gave unto him to show unto his servants. Did you see that? Things which must come to, shortly come to pass. It was revealed to Jesus Christ, so he will show us things that will come to pass shortly. Then he says, and he sent and signified by his angel unto his servant John. Next verse. Who bear record of the word of God and the testament of Jesus Christ and the things of all things that he saw. Verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth. So just reading the, reading the Bible, reading it as a blessing. So you're not spending time with the word. You're missing. You're missing too much. Too much. That 
wonderful book of Revelation. <laughs> it says, blessed is he that read it. And they that hear the words of this prophecy, just to hear the book of Revelation, it says there's a blessing. Then it says, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Just reading the word, it says there's a blessing. Hearing the word, there's a blessing. Then doing the word, it says there's a blessing. Isn't that good? You read it, you're blessed. You hear it, you're blessed. You do it, what? You're blessed. I know some of you tomorrow, you will quickly carry your Bible. Am I right? Uh-huh. Oh God bless me, says go to my word. Because you're already blessed. But the blessing will be made manifest as you stay in line with the word. See? For instance, there's a, um, there's a well outside. What we call borehole in Africa is called a well abroad. All right? So there's a well outside. We can pump the water from the well. But so long as there are no pipes taking the water into the house, then we'll have to struggle some more. We'll come out and fetch. Am I right? Okay. But we can fix the pipes. So the water can come into the bathrooms and, and whatever, maybe the kitchen and whatever. Why? Because there's a pipe. You see, God has blessed you. It's a reservoir. It's in your spirit. But for that blessing to be manifested in your life, you need that pipe. Where is the pipe? Your soul. See? Your spirit. God lives in your spirit. The Bible says, He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Where is joined to the Lord? Your spirit. So the Holy Ghost has fused himself with your spirit and all the blessings are there. All the wisdom is there. All the, the knowledge is there. All the grace is there. Everything you ever need is inside there. Then your soul is the intermediary. Then your body. When you renew your mind, spend time with the word of God, your soul becomes like a funnel to harness what is in your spirit and it flows into your body and affects your life. So, so long as your soul is not renewed, what will happen? All that God has invested in your spirit will be denied you. And I so sometimes to talk to God about certain things, God says, I've given it to you. He says, but I can't see it. It's in your spirit. How do I move from here to there? Your soul. You've got to spend time with the word, renew your mind, and as your mind begins to align with the word, align that pipe as it aligns properly, the waters of the spirit begins to flow. The provisions of the spirit begins to flow, and it flows out into your body for health into your finances for prosperity into your relationship favor of people into your marriage peace it's all inside because that's where God lives and everything you need is in God the Bible speaks of the supply of the spirit Philippians 1.19 the supply of the spirit and where is the Holy Ghost? He lives in you So how am I going to enjoy it? It says renew your mind. So long as your mind is not renewed, all the blessings that God has for you, you will not enjoy it. 
That's why Paul says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. It says the word will build you up and as, you, as you're built up by that word, it will give you an inheritance, to minister to you an inheritance. Joshua is my son. There are some things that Joshua cannot eat. He's my son. He cannot eat some things. And even if he wants to eat some things, maybe like chicken, they will chew it first for him so the, the sweetness has gone. And they'll give him to him unsweetened chicken. And he thinks he's enjoying. He's eating unsweetened chicken. He's missing. That's how many of you as babes you are missing. The life God wants you to live. What God wants you to enjoy. You cannot enjoy it. Why? Because you're still a baby. Think about it. There was a time all he was taking was breast milk. He thought that's all the world has, breast milk. Yet there is chicken, there is ice cream. Hi. There is scotch egg, there is meat pie, there is rice, there is offerware, there is afam, there is edikai kong, there is ewedu, there is ah, all these things. Well, breast milk. That's all he thought. He was missing. That's all he could handle. Your level of life right now is what you can handle. So you cannot blame God for where you are. You have refused to grow. That is what you can handle right now. So I can handle more. Lord, let him tell us he can handle more. Carry real eba. You people call it Gary here. Mold it very well. Those big ones that you swallow and put it in his mouth. You almost kill him. He cannot handle that. Yet he's a human being. There are certain things you cannot handle, yet you are a child of God. You are a child of God, but you cannot handle it. Is it your right? It is your right, but you cannot walk in it. You've refused to grow. You see why you're where you are? You don't want to spend time with the word of God. You think just being a Christian is enough. Just being a human being is enough. Are you aware they said that the human brain can carry three million years of information? Every human brain. There's a young man that's uh, the, uh, was part of was a casualty when a bomb went off. I think it was the Iraqi war, one of his American wars, and part of his brain is cut off. His head exploded. Part of his brain is cut off, but he can do every other thing a human being can do with less brain. And yet, all these potentials are inside of you. Three million years of information can enter your brain. But you read more and say. I don't, I don't remember how. if I read the Bible, I know to understand. But yet, that brain can take three million years of information. That brain of yours. Are you aware that we can create brain cells? You can, you can make new brain cells. You can make new brain cells. 
Because the more you read, the better the brain becomes. See, many are not reading. So the brain, the brain cells are dying. See, that's why some of us who paramino, we are so intelligent. Why? The brain is working all the time. So the more the brain works, the more brain cells are created. I don't like reading. No problem. But then you get to 70, 80. Uh, you are one of my grandchildren. I know your face. <laughs> Who gave birth to you? Are you Johnny's son? Or Bire? Or which one? Say Bire. Uh-huh, I've been saying it. And what him be your name again? Say, Papa, I've told you 15 times now. And whenever you come, write your name on your chest. So, <laughs> when you will not use your brain. Are you learning anything? This is a science class, right? <laughs> oh boy. The word science just means observation. So, these are observations. Hallelujah. Galatians 4, quickly please. Galatians chapter 4. Let's begin from Galatians 3. And I want to read from verse 26 for clarity. All right? Galatians 3, 26. It says, For ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. How many of us are children of God? How many of us? All right, let's move on. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, are put on Christ. That means the word is Bapto, it means to sink into. You mean baptizing and duo and duo to sink into. See, you, you sunk into Christ, you're lost in Christ. Can I get an amen? amen? There's neither Jew nor Greek, so God doesn't see your ethnicity, Jew or Greek. There's neither born nor free, God doesn't see your class. There's neither male nor female, doesn't see your gender. For you are all what? One in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ, then are you what? And if you be Christ, then are you what? And here's according to what? Chapter 4, verse 1. Now I say, after I finish that one. After I said, we are here's according to the promise. He said, now I say. That the heir, as long as he's a child... Different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. He says, though the heir is Lord of all. So long as he's a child, it's for as long as he's a child. Notice as long. So you can remain a child as long as you want to remain. You can remain in that situation as long as you want to remain. You can remain like that. It's up to you. I remember one of our brothers in church, he said his, his younger sister would not walk until she was about, was it four years old or thereabout. And the uncle said, this girl can walk. He said, no, she cannot walk. Then the uncle said, everybody should leave the house. He covered himself with some cloth and came out and that girl that wasn't walking got up and ran out. And I said, that happened to my uncle. My uncle wouldn't walk. At four, he would sit on the floor, insulting everybody. Then the eldest brother said, I'm going to bury you. 
As he was digging the burial place, the guy stood up. <laughs> That's how some of you are. I don't know how to pray. But when you see strong thing, you will fast the fast you don't want to fast. You will pray the prayer you say you don't know how to pray. Say, if you read, no, no parties and no, nothing, no. I died somebody there in the fast. Why are you fasting? See, you've seen a strong thing. Just as long, says, now I see it. Now the air, as long as it's a child, in abuse, childish in thinking, the soul is not mature, the soul is not prospering. Says it's not different from a servant. Though he be curious of all. Though he be the lord of the estates. Though he has supreme authority. But he's a servant. Because it's childish in thinking. The pipe. There's a problem with the pipe. The soul. There's a problem with the pipe. Many of you. You could have gone farther than you are where you are right now. But you will not spend time with the word of God. You are too busy to spend time with the word of God. See, as long as he's a child, it's not different from a servant. So your life is not different from the person that is not saved. You go through the same challenges, the same problems. Verse 3. But it's honor tutors and governors unto the time appointed of the father. You have to be brought up in the word of God. You will make up your mind. If you want to remain longer in this state, God won't force you. God won't force you. And the Bible says in 1 Peter 2 verse 2, it says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. The Bible says, you will desire it. As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word. That you may grow thereby. See, we don't eat because we are hungry. There are many times we eat, we are not hungry. Am I right? So say, I don't have the desire I used to have for the word of God. Do you have the desire you used to have every time you want to eat? You just eat. So carry your Bible and read it with desire or no desire. Are you following me? Read it like that. Your life depends. This is your life. So there's this, I used to have this desire to pray. I don't have the desire. Pray. I don't have the desire to bath. You will smell. I don't have the desire to brush. How many you desire to bath? I just desire. There's sometimes you want, you feel like baiting. Doesn't it happen to you sometimes? It happens to me. You just feel like baiting. You bait once, bait in the afternoon. You just, you just, you, I feel like going to bait again. Doesn't it happen to anybody here? But you say, I don't feel like baiting. I'm not baiting. And you say for two weeks, because you've not felt like beating. And there's lakba, lakba. Ringworm. And eczema. Natural velvet on your skin. So I don't feel like brushing. Until I have that desire to brush. I will not brush. You will stay for a long time. How many of you had a desire to brush this morning? You just had a longing. There was a move of the spirit in you to, br- to brush. Anybody like that? Then we know that you have a demonic problem. The spirit of God is trying to help you. I don't have a desire to wear clean clothes. 
I don't have a desire to wash. You wash it. Am I right? But sometimes you feel like washing. Are you getting my point? So don't follow your feelings. Just do what is right. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Spend time in the word. There's one of your lawyers in this town who testified on Sunday. And, um, you know, he began studying the Bible consistently. Sometimes when he picks me, when my car had a problem, and um, he, will, he will be in the car, and, he's, and I come down and he's reading his Bible. Because he has a, a target he has to reach every day. Apart from his law books he had to read. He has not lost the case. Don't spend time with the word of God. Don't. Continue, continue this way you're going. Continue. If you like the way your life is, continue. Are you as joyous as you should be? Are you aware that people are depressed? It's because they're not spending time with the word of God. Depression, not spending time with the word of God. That's why many people are depressed. So I'm just depressed. Hallelujah. I don't want to digress because I'll start showing you these scriptures just to show you where Jesus will say the words that I've spoken this was unto you that my joy might be in you, that my joy might remain in you. And the, the joy that I give you, no man take it away. So these words I've spoken unto you, that my joy, the words, my joy. So you're not, you're not spending time with the word, no joy. I'm just depressed. I mean, if you know, do you know how long I've been depressed? As though it's an achievement. I've been depressed. Nobody could even perceive that I'm depressed. We have perceived. Let me just give you one or two. John 15. Is the one helping anybody today? So I'm just depressed. Do you know what it means to be depressed? Hallelujah. I want to read verse 11 of John 15, verse 11. Read it together, please. One, two, read. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that? Read again. Mm-hmm. He said, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you, continue in you. And that your joy might be full. So not reading your Bible is the reason why many of you are depressed. So if a pastor I read, it means you're going to, to read some more. Let me tell you something I learned from the Lord. Spiritual work requires spiritual energy. So it says spiritual work requires spiritual energy. Say so again, spiritual work requires spiritual energy. Now watch this. When I do spiritual work, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. Remember that? When I, the Bible says he that increases knowledge does what? 
increased strength. Right? And it says, if thou fit in the day of adversity, your what? Your strength is small. Now, I'm doing spiritual work. Now I'm pastoring. If I begin to find that I'm getting depressed as a person, it means the energy I'm generating is less than the demands of the work I do. Are you following me? So now I need to spend more time on the word so I can have joy, which is my strength, so I can do what? Spiritual work. So we say, ever since I started, I became a cell leader, I don't know, I'm just, just depressed. Because the work you're doing is having more demands on you than the supply you're enjoying from God. Let's close. Go to Deuteronomy 4. I, 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 we'll deal with that another day. Deuteronomy 4. But did you get something out of that? So you need to know it. That's why you're depressed. Your word level is low. Your word level is low. Go for more word. Be more radical with the way you take the word. Be more radical. Bombard yourself with I. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now sometimes... I play a message, you know, there's, I got about 623 messages in my iPad, and I just play messages from night to morning when I know my joy level is down. I'm just depressed. It doesn't do anything. You confessed it, so you have more depression. You shall have what you say. So you are more depressed. Then you see someone say, I'm more depressed than I was yesterday. And you have what you say. So you are more depressed than you were yesterday. Say, this depression is just depressing me. So you are... <laughs> are you learning something tonight? Just go to the word. Determine 4. We got to close this. We got to close this. I said, wisdom is divine know-how. That's how we got into all of this. But has it been good? All right. We're reading verse 3. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did because of Baal Paul. For all that men that followed Baal Paul, the Lord thy God had destroyed them from among you. But you did cleave unto the Lord your God and are alive every one of you unto this day. That's a long story. The fear of the Lord prolonged days. Behold, I've taught, I've taught you statutes and judgments even as the Lord my God had commanded me. You shall do so in the land whither you go and to possess it. Then he says, verse 6, Keep therefore and do them. For what? For what? For what? Notice he says, Keep therefore and do them. For this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of these nations. So he says, The word of God is wisdom. The word. See that guy is smart. That guy is smart. I taught the principle of saving 20%. Every other person, secular auto sell you save 10%. I told you to save 20%, right? All right. And, and people, uh, what, that, that thing is it's a phenomenal. How did you get it? Genesis. Joseph. The wisest man of his day. See, wow, yeah. 
No wonder Egypt became the richest nation in that day. A parameno. Stay near. But some of you is spending, spending, spending. A guy, see this leg, eh? 45. This suit, 85. The tie, 25. The belt, 65. And perfume, 95. How much do you have? Nothing. The entire salary is wearing it. Have you not seen such people? So my guy, you, you pay transport fare to do. He's more dressed than you. Or they come to you, you are their neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> Sound at church now. I like that your pastor. Eh? Say, church is fine. Say, man, boys, there's nothing inside my house. So, so how far is this your house now? I know your side is never dry. But he has a car. He finds the car. He has no food. Lack of wisdom. Because if you die, someone else will drive your car. Are you following me? Be smart. It says doing this word is your wisdom and understanding the sight of these nations. As you collect your money, you calculate which part is feeding. You say, why should I calculate it? Are you a faithful steward? And that's why some of you have said, calculate how much you spent on Martina or Coke every day. You drink three bottles of malt every day and you're not a drunkard. Three bottles of malt. Now it's 360 times 30 days. How much? About 9,000 something, right? For you, just drinking. You didn't, we didn't put your pepperoni rice. Every day. So I don't know why I don't have money. There are spiritual forces that are stealing my money. I don't know because... I, I, do you calculate your money? Write it down. Write, write it down. I remember when I was in school. Before I went to university, there was a man that met me. He was a very influential man in Shell and NMPC. I don't know how he did that, but he was in two. And there's something he taught me. He said, for the record, Mr. Oyegule, just for the record, so you know it's a human being, not from a story. And he said, Wally, I want you to do something. I was not a pastor then, so he said, um, every money you spend, write it down in a book. Write the money you spend, write the money that's left. So, when I go to school, sometimes it'll be as though my money disappeared. Has it happened to you? Then, I start, when I start calculating it, I found out I was the one that spent it. So, write it down. Tie, 2000. Mold, 3. By myself. <laughs> 360. At the mo every month, look at the money you spent on food. The money you spent on clothes. 
the money you spend to see useless friends that are not blessing your life. Wisdom. Say wisdom. Divine know-how. The Bible says the labor of the foolish wearied every one of them because they know not how to go to the city. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 15. They are walking with no result. They lack divine know-how. Some of you are aiming without results. You lack divine know-how. May God grant you wisdom and insight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in your spirit. Now you're going to renew your mind so it flows out. Wisdom in your spirit is Sophia. Then it becomes synopsis, a mental putting together. And as you keep on training yourself, it becomes phronesis. Make up your mind when you leave this place tonight. They're going to make out time for the word of God. You, you find, you become disciplined. Some of you say, I wish I was organized. You're not, you don't spend time. With the, the word of God would organize you. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I want you to think about what you've learned tonight. What you've learned tonight. It says in the doing of our word, this is your wisdom. And your understanding. In the sign of the nations, we shall hear of all these statues. And say, sure, this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Wise. Wise. See, there's a way you conduct your life. See. The way you conduct, as you conduct your life in line with the word, the Bible says you're wise. To the measure you live in line with the word of God, that's the measure of your wisdom. Think about it tonight. Think about it tonight. And you can never, hear me, you can never prosper beyond the measure of your wisdom. Say, but I know those who lack wisdom that are prospering. Hear me, the Bible says the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Read Psalm 73. David said, I saw and understood their end, that they are walking slippery places. In other words, they are, they, are, they are headed for a downfall. That's just the way it works. Most of the wealthiest men in the world have ended up broke or committing suicide or one, one thing or the other. It's just the way it ends. Without God. Because life without God is empty. Very, very empty. They ask most of the stars in Hollywood. I don't want to call some of their names here. Some of the biggest names in Hollywood. And one of them, a black actor, he said, you, you may have all the biggest houses and cars, but you're so empty. Michael Jackson was empty. Eddie Murphy is empty. He said he has houses and cars. But he's empty. Harold Kelly said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. He's empty. Without God, he's empty. That's why people take drugs. He's empty. You begin to invent sins for satisfaction. Only God can give satisfaction. 
is empty. That's why men prosper to get to a point they start sleeping with another woman. Why? It's empty. God is the anchor of everything. If you remove him from your equation, it's zero. Zero. Go back to God. Go back to his word. I recommend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. Go back to his word. And let him start working on you. Building a man of wealth and influence that God has dreamed for you to be. Bow your heads in Jesus' name. It's time to go back to God. Time to go back to God. It's empty. Those who have been there know it's empty. They know it's empty. Without God. It's God that gives meaning to wealth. It's God that gives meaning to life. Go back to God. Go back to God. Let him bring meaning to everything in your life.